Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Welcome to the first episode of Celestial Insights, my podcast that is meant to bring the stars down to earth so that you can navigate the current energies like a boss. I'm so excited to start this journey with you. My goal is that by giving you this information about what's going on with the cosmos, it will help you be more present, productive, at ease, grounded, and able to navigate your life better. This week is important because on Saturday, we have our first solar eclipse in the sign of Taurus. The North Node moved into the sign of Taurus on January 18th and will be there until next July. The lunar nodes are on an axis. The North Node speaks to what energy we as a collective are looking to embrace in order to move in a positive direction. And the South Node, we are looking to release the shadow sides of that energy. So for the next year and a half, we are working on this polarity of the access of power, pleasure, and resources with the North Node in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio. So when we think about embracing Taurus energy, the positive aspects of it, we're looking about how can we be more stable, practical, and grounded? How can we allow the seeds we plant to root and get strong so that we can manifest in the real world? How can we embrace routines and rituals that help support ourselves? Releasing some of the shadows of Scorpio is about how can we let go of control? How can we embrace the serenity prayer and knowing what we can control and what we can't and the wisdom to know the difference between the two? How can we move away from going to extremes, especially extremes about emotions or anger or sadness and try to like embrace more of that Taurus Buddha energy of some calm and some patience? Also releasing obsessions about things or like paranoia or settling too deeply into fear is another thing that we can think about we're moving towards. So especially for this eclipse season, which lasts around technically eclipse seasons are six weeks long, but we will be feeling this energy probably till mid-June because we have first a solar eclipse where there's this like really big new moon. And then there's a lunar eclipse where there's this really big full moon, this releasing energy. So really pay attention to what you're seeing in your own life and around you in terms of these two energies. Think about, you know, what is coming to your attention about how you use your resources, your personal resources versus the resources you share with other, what's mine versus what's yours, what's ours. Also think about pleasure. How can you embrace simple pleasures rather than 
you know, wanting to totally lose yourself in pleasure. There's like a lot of energy for escapism as well that we need to be aware of. And power. What is your relationship with power? Do you feel empowered yourself or do you feel powerless? Have you given your power away or are you trying to hold on to or control others? These are all things to really be aware of and keep in mind as we move through the week. So at the end of the episode, since it's on Saturday, I will talk about the eclipse in more detail, but let's start right now at the week. So today is Monday, and the word of the day I want you to think about is forgiveness. So yesterday we had Mercury, which is the planet of communication that rules our thoughts, it rules speech, it rules our intellectual processes, squared the planet Saturn. So Mercury's in Taurus, Saturn's in Aquarius, they're both at 24 degrees, these are fixed energies. And this square happened on the fixed star of Capulus. So Saturn rules boundaries, restrictions, and Mercury rules speech. So you may have felt yourself or noticed someone else or witnessed someone saying very curt words or hurtful words or very decisive words about setting limitations this weekend. And so if there were hurt feelings from whatever happened or what was said or what was written or what was done, then today is a day to think about how can we embrace forgiveness? Because the fixed star capulus is the sword of the warrior. So it's very related to Perseus and the myth of Medusa, that beheading myth. Mercury being on the fixed star of capulus can be used positively, and this energy will last a couple more days, to have penetrating action, to move forward with like real strategic initiative. The shadow of the energy can be like cruelty, brutality, savagery, that sort of thing. So so keep this in mind. Don't take out whatever happened at home on your colleagues or your employees, or whoever else happens to be in your path today. How can you let things go? How can you embrace forgiveness? Because the moon is now in Pisces. It went into Pisces at 3.14 a.m. Pacific time this morning. So how can you nourish and nurture forgiveness? Pisces is watery energy. It's compassionate energy. It also offers us the ability to be creative. The moon is also what's called quintile Uranus. This is an aspect, it's a 72 degree aspect. It's one of the so-called minor aspects, but it really allows two energies to be synthesized in unique ways. So Uranus can bring really positive insights and the moon in Pisces with this creative energy. Yeah, you may have some aha moments today. So slow down if you can, Try not to rush through the day whenever there's Pisces energy with the Pisces moon. We really want to take time to slow down. We also have this intense Pisces energy with Mars, Venus, Neptune, and Jupiter, four planets, a stellium also in Pisces. So there's always this energy of something ending, something releasing. So it's a really good idea to think about what you want to release. We're in the waning phase of the moon cycle. 
So what do you want to let go? Yes, that's for Monday. On Tuesday, the energy continues, and I think it's a real call for us to be creative. So how can you be creative with the actions you take? Tuesday is ruled by the planet Mars. Mars is in Pisces, this creative energy. Use it to be creative, not to create confusion. So that's the recommendation for Tuesday. On Wednesday, the word of the day is integrity. The moon will move into Aries at 9.08 a.m. Pacific time. So notice, do you feel a change in your energy when the moon moves into Aries? Sometimes you may feel like an energetic boost, a little lift up. Be aware other people may be, and yourself, may be very determined today or determined to have their way. And Venus, the planet of love, harmony, connection, will be conjunct the planet of Neptune, the planet of illusions and delusions. So with this energy, with the moon in Aries, Venus and Neptune meeting in Pisces, I want you to be careful to watch out for being impulsive. There is the potential to agree to something that you regret that you've agreed to, or someone may make a promise that they don't follow through on. So be aware of that with anything that someone commits or you yourself commit to. So really plan to act in integrity. And if you say you're going to do something, you know, plan to do it, execute it. On Thursday, the word of the day is intensity. The Aries moon, it will square Pluto. So this can amp up your ambition, amp up your drive to get things done. I think Thursday's a wonderful day to just really dig in and get projects that you need to complete completed. Mercury in Taurus will be in a trine to Pluto. So that can bring a lot of mental focus. Projects that need your deep attention and strategy were ideal to be worked on today. Pluto is primal energy that can bring like intense focus, intensity, really help you like dig in and just get it done. On Friday, the word of the day is determination. The sun will be on the fixed star Hamel. The star is known as the head of the ram. And you can like really take action with that fiery moon. Pluto, the planet of power, the planet of transformation is going to do what we call station retrograde. From our perspective on earth, it will appear as though it has stopped and then will slowly start to move backwards. This Friday is also a day where there's a lot of energetic shifts. So Pluto, that can bring some real intensity Mercury is going to move into the sign of Gemini, the mutable air sign. So you may even notice people talking faster, yourself thinking more quickly when that happens. And then the moon is going to move into Taurus at 5.18 p.m. Pacific time. So Friday's got a lot of shifting, changing energy. You want to maintain your determination to get whatever you need to get done done so that you can enjoy the weekend. 
Now, when the move moves into Taurus, I think it's a great time for a date night. If you are having a first date with someone on this Friday, this could be a serious relationship, potentially. Whatever happens, it is here to teach you something about, you know, your purpose or why you are here because we're having the eclipse in Taurus on Saturday. Yeah, I think this is a great time for a date night. The sun and moon both in Taurus and the moon is exalted in Taurus, meaning this energy gives this like comfort to this stable, grounded energy to the emotional body. So good music, good fun, good conversation would be on deck for this evening. So Saturday, we are having the first eclipse in Taurus. It's going to be at 10 degrees of Taurus. It's a new moon. The sun and the moon come to the same degree and whisper secrets to each other. The sun rules our conscious mind. The moon, our subconscious mind. When they merge, they decide like what they're going to bring into our lives. And eclipses are times of faded changes where We walk through a door, we turn around, and there's a wall. Things have changed. Life won't be the same. Depending on how your chart is activated depends on how big the changes are. Sometimes people will see to the date something rushing into their lives or leaving their lives. You may have already seen the story of your eclipse start to unfold. Sometimes it's a whisper, sometimes it's an avalanche, sometimes it's the pot at the end of the rainbow, the pot of gold. So be curious on what is coming into your life, what you are called to do, what you're called to learn. It may be mostly internal. So you want to look to your chart, what house is 10 degrees Taurus in? That's where there'll definitely be some action especially if you have planets near 10 degrees, four degrees on either side of any fixed sign. So the fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Think about the nature of that house, the Taurus topics that we talked about earlier, as well as the nature of any planet that's impacted to really tell you the story. Now on the same day, we're also having Venus and Jupiter both connecting at 27 degrees of Pisces. So this eclipse really has a dual nature. It's Taurus and Pisces working together. Taurus is an earth sign, Pisces is a water sign. Water and earth come together and can make fertile soil. I'm calling this eclipse fertile ground. Now it can make mud that just causes confusion or you can like build fertile ground in order to plant seeds and have them grow. So think about what you're doing with this energy. So look to your Pisces house. Venus and Jupiter are both the benefics. They tend to bring us sweetness, bring us good things into our life, bring some expansion with Jupiter, bring some receptivity, like what are you drawing to yourself with Venus? So what abundance, no matter how small, is coming in from your house with Pisces on the cusp? Or houses with Pisces, you may have more than one. So you're getting this dual nature of this Pisces and Taurus energy being activated. These two signs are sextile to each other. 
So sextiles, there's an opportunity. Now, this eclipse is also very romantic. Eros, the asteroid, is being activated. Eros is Cupid. Venus, you know, aims her arrow at people and, you know, lets it fly. Sometimes it's for a gift. Sometimes it's for a punishment. So I just recommend if you meet someone, you know, you take it easy. You take it slow. But eclipses bring in great beginnings and endings. So who knows? Be open. Eros doesn't have to be a person. You may fall in with something else that you love. Maybe it's in your third house. You find just an amazing book that changes your life. Maybe the ideal job shows up. Maybe you find a new podcast that you love, like Celestial Insights. Who knows? Stay open for where has Eros Arrow hit you in your life this week. If you want to learn more about what the eclipse is bringing for you, you can go to the link in the show notes, my Snip Feed page. You can go to www.snipfeed.co and that's S-N-I-P-F-E-E-D dot C-O. There's no N. M on the end, forward slash astrology by Celeste. And I have inexpensive forecasts for each of the signs that you can download. They're only $12 each. And I recommend your sun and your rising sign. You may also want to get your moon sign as well. It will talk about which houses the eclipse is hitting and any aspects that it may be activated for you. So Check them out, and I hope you have a very safe, happy eclipse season. Stay curious, stay grounded, embrace patience, and I will be back next week to tell you what to expect next. Take care. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.